Oh, Guru Kapal, come to my home. Just as you are fond of Sawan, so I am fond of you. This is the Bhajan Guru Kripal Miragarana on page 248. Whoever has meditated or remembered you with a true heart, even for once, with both hands full you have given him your love. My string is in your hands. You are the companion of my life. You are the devotee of devotees and it is not good for you to reject me. I am fond of you just as you are fond of Samhain. Oh, dear one, you enjoyed the contaminated berries of Shivri, giving up the good, delicious food of Duryodhan. You preferred to eat the simple food of Vidur. I am not only your servant, O Sadguru, I am the servant of your servants. Just as you have protected the honor of everyone, protect my honor also. I am fond of you just as you are fond of Sawan. Oh, Satguru, how do I call you? I don't know. I don't have any knowledge. I don't have any style. I do not know. It is not in my hands to call you. Oh, Guruji, moment after moment, my eyes are thirsty for your darshan. This is the request of a jade. Please do not let me suffer any more. I am fond of you, just as you are fond of Sawan. Oh, Guru Kapal, come to my home. Just as you are fond of Sawan, so I am fond of you. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 248. Guru ke pal mere gariyana Guru ke pal mere gariyana Jaisa tum saavan divane Mehtera divana Mehtera divana एक बार भी साचे मन से जिसने तुझे दिया बार बार जोड़ी दोनों हाथों तुमने प्यार लुटाया एक बार भी साचे मन से जिसने तुझे दिया बार बार जोड़ी दोनों हाथों तुमने प्यार लुटाया मेरी दौर तुम्हारे हाथों तुम मेरे जीवन साथी 
गुरु के पाल मेरे गरियाना गुरु के पाल मेरे गरियाना जैसे तुम सावन दीवाने मैं तेरा दीवाना मैं तेरा दीवाना Oh Guru Kapal come to my home just as you are fond of Sawan so I am fond of you Our next bhajan is on page 123 Jyoti Sansara hai The world is false life is destitute Come Kapal ji we wait for you we wait for you Oh my giver we are the sinners do not look through our papers the boat is adrift take it across come beloved listen to the request listen to the request true is your love we have only your support we are the dirty ones clean us clean us The soul has to do your darshan but she is embarrassed. Oh giver, you forgive. You are the forgiver. You are the forgiver. This is the call of a jade. The heartstring is resounding. The world is false. Life is destitute. Come Kripalji, we wait for you. We wait for you. Bhajan of Sanchi on page 123. Juta sahansara hai, jinda gila chara hai, Aho kira palaji, teri antazara hai, teri antazara hai. Juta samsare, jinda gila chare, aokira palaji, teri entazare, teri entazare. Mere da taji, Oh uh-huh. 
The world is false. Life is destitute. Come, Kripalji. We wait for you. We wait for you. There are a few announcements. The next religions class will be on January 22nd, 2011. And before that, there will be a half-day meditation retreat at Chris and Jeanette Phelps' house on New Year's Day. And there are flyers on the bench by the door. And there are also flyers for the Bandara in honor of Kripal's birthday, which this year will be held on February 18th, 19th, and 20th. And I want to begin today, it is the Christmas season, and Christmas Day is less than a week away. So I wanted to begin by reading a few of Master Kripal's Christmas messages, which have meant a very great deal to me over the years. First one I want to read is from 1964, and this one in particular relates back to the morning talk that we read last month when I was up here on what the principles are of bhakti or devotion. The same point of view that is expressed in that talk is also found in this Christmas message, feeling of an enormous positive love for everything that God has made. So this is dated December 1st, 1964. Master says, Dear ones, the whole creation came into being by the word or nam, the God into expression power. The whole creation is the temple of God. There is no place where he is not. In minerals, life is sleeping. In plants, life is dreaming. In birds and animals, life is awakening. And in man, life is awake. As such, we have brothers of all creatures, of plants, of birds and animals. So the flowers and trees, sparrows and doves, are as members of our own order. How simple, pure, loving, and beautiful they are. We should learn lessons in leading lives of purity, holy simplicity, and divine love from them. We should love all, even the sinners and robbers. We should not chop off the whole tree, but give it a chance to grow again. We breathe the same air, we drink the same water, we bask in the same sun, and live on the same Mother Earth. Day and night are two servants who are bringing us up. Man is the highest in all creation. Those who love God should love all. He is imminent in every form. There are sermons in stones and books in rivulets. We should live in fellowship with all creatures, with all life. Creation is one family in God. All rishis and saints had the vision of cosmic unity and loved Dame Nature. The whole creation is the house of God, and he resideth in it. Nanak. 
the rishis sang Ishavasyam idam sarvam. All that is is a vesture of the Lord. Nature is beautiful except when tormented by the hand of man. Man is a social being and has to live in some society. Numbers are no index to wisdom, yet holy places of worship are crowded with them. We need these to be the purest and wisest men of life. The society should live by the law of love, be ruled by guardians of the moral law, and live a simple, frugal life. I am not after founding a sect, but after gathering holy men of life, of purity, of simplicity, and loving devotion to God in all, and to all in God. It is no good to renounce one religion or the other, but to have inner renunciation, like St. Francis and other saints who renounced everything at heart, but were Christ-possessed or God-possessed. With these words I send you, one and all, my best wishes on this Christmas day to mold your lives accordingly. Yours affectionately, Kripal Singh. And the Christmas message of 1962, two years earlier, which has always been an extreme favorite of mine, partly because the message of universalism, uh, which is always present in the Master's presentation of the path, and of radical inclusiveness, is extremely overt and very specifically stated in this message. This is dated December 25th, 1962. Master says, Dear ones in the Lord, On this Christmas day, I send you my hearty wishes for your progress on your way back to the sweet home of our Father. Entire self-surrender to God is the secret of a true lover of God. Therefore, one should be a person of purity, humility, and meekness. The main thing one should do is be devoted to the name of God and see the light and hear the voice of God, the sound principle reverberating in all. For this, one should devote regular time to meditation and conquer the passions through communion with the Master. One should sing of God the Beloved and enter into the superconscious through divine intoxication of His sweet remembrance. In such intoxication of love, one wishes to kiss the very ground love all creation and all mankind, and breathe peace unto all the world over. My work is to reveal to you the unity already existing through all, and would ask you to turn away from sectarian strifes to the path of love. This will be achieved by one who will be spiritually intoxicated with love. God is love, and our souls are of the same essence as that of God. Love is inherent in our souls, and the way back to God is only through love. 
Love and all things shall be added unto you. You may read libraries of books. Of what avail are they? You may have performed many meritorious acts. Of what avail are they for beloved, if there be not the longing in your heart? Let your heart blossom forth with the sweet remembrance of the Lord. Be absorbed in the white radiance of the beloved. Be absorbed and you will know that the Master is but one with God. He appears in every picture, in every race and religion, every prophet and saint, every scripture and song is the shining one revealed. Let your inner self be overflowing with the love of the Master so much so that all thoughts of yourself be lost in him. St. Paul said, Nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Be not imprisoned in the jail of I and me. He who hath transcended self, verily hath he attained to the highest. He hath become perfect. Such a one knows no difference between the Hindu, the Muslim, the Sikh, the Christian, the Jew, the Buddhist, or the Zoroastrian. For God is the Lord of all, and in all shines the one picture divine. We are worshippers of the same Lord. The one is within thee, outside thee, in me, in him, and in every place. That one alone doth speak in all. I wish you to awake, awake, awake this very day of Christ. Awake in the kingdom of God which is shining within you. Be not in love with passions. Think no evil of anyone. Strive not for greatness, wealth, and applause. Strive for truth, purity, and humility. Awake in the brotherhood of God. Inculcate love for one and all. See them all in the one, the shining one. Kripal Singh. And... This is the message dated December 11th, 1961, the year before one we just read. Dear ones in God, Christmas tide is the season of rejoicing all the world over. On this happy and auspicious occasion, the Nativity of Christ, I send you my heartiest felicitations and joyous blessings. I wish each one of you to be born in Christ, for Christ's power is at once the Alpha and the Omega of creation. Learn to live by and in that master power, and you will be truly blessed. Remember the memorable words of Christ, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life. These words were not uttered in vain. They are as true today as they were 2,000 years ago, but we have forgotten them and their true import. The light of life is in you. Nay, you live by that very light. Whether you know it or not is a different question. Each one of you has had an experience of that holy light, 
All you have now to do is to live in constant contact with the holy light that is uncreated and shadowless, eternally the same and peerless. The whole creation came into being by the same light, and that very light is shining in every heart. All are divine in nature, and religion is the expression of divinity already existing in man. This light of life has got to be made manifest in existence. Be ye a witness to the light of life, not only within yourself but in others as well. For the same light shineth everywhere, and there is no place where it is not. Once you discover this light and learn to live by it, your whole existence will be changed. Love will permeate your very being, and it will burst forth from the very pores of your body, translating all dross into sterling gold. Love, you must know, is both the means and the goal of life. Love, light, and life are but different facets of the one divinity. Try to become a channel for the divine, and the divinity will then flow through you. This is not something impossible, but it is the very acme of all human endeavors. In this world of matter, one has of necessity got to deal with matter. We have to make the most of the material raiment and the material world given to us. It serves a great purpose in the divine plan of evolution. Matter is the latter, by which means the spirit has to rise above the body consciousness and get into the realm beyond, the realm of spirituality, its native habitat. Learn to make the most of the means given to you, and surely as day follows the night, the victory shall be yours. A true Christian ought and must take up his cross daily. The cross represents the physical body standing with outstretched arms. You have to rise above body consciousness. You have to be reborn into the kingdom of God by disappearing in the physical body, that is, death. Except ye be born again, ye cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. He or she must know how to die daily so as to be able to enjoy life eternal beyond time and space. This is the one grand lesson that has come down to us from time immemorial. Thereupon I emphatically repeat it at this part of the year so that you may become the living channel for the Christ's power to work as of old. For we have his promise, I shall never leave thee nor forsake thee till the end of the world. With a new year ahead of you, I wish you to make a firm resolve to attain the summum bonum of life, and I unhesitatingly assure you that the master power shall lead you from darkness to light, from falsehood to truth, and from death to immortality. Wishing you once again a Merry Christmas and a bright and happy New Year. Yours in the Lord, Kripal Singh.
think you know Christmas is holiday where we honor the fact, honor and rejoice in the fact that the God who is love does invade this world of duality, of reward and punishment, of so-called justice, the world that belongs to Kao. The God of love does not allow that to just keep on going, but does invade it so that he can take us up. By us, I mean everyone, eventually. And therefore, it is a very, very meaningful time of year, which is why the Masters have consistently given messages that are among the most beautiful things they have written, in my opinion, on that. I want to, however, temporarily part from the Christmas thing and go to a a very remarkable satsang that was given on March 1st, 1990. And this You know, if you remember, this was the last year that groups went to Rajasthan. I think there was a group the following December also, but this was very, very close to the end of the Rajasthan groups. And if you remember, Sanchi used to set up his program at the ashrams in uh, so that there would be three days, three types of things. First day there would be bhajans, second day there would be satsang, third day there would be questions and answers, etc. And he was pretty consistent in that. So on this particular day, March 1st, 1990, there was uh, supposed to be a bhajan session. And so the person responsible for recording did not record. And yet Sanchi didn't do a bhajan session on that day. He gave a very powerful satsang, which, however, was not recorded. And we got together, uh, various people. I was in this group, and so was Judith. And we conferred and conversed and otherwise hobnobbed, and we got managed to put together the substance of the entire satsang. Everyone corrected everyone else, and, and it worked out okay. And Allison Shepard, who is a sister from Florida, who is present in the group, wrote it up. And I want to read that, which she wrote, which contains, as far as we could all tell, and it was very much a collaboration of what Sanchi said on that occasion, which was, of course, a great lesson to us all about jumping to conclusions and assuming just because Master always did something this way, that he was going to do it that way into eternity, and generally just to be prepared. So this is what Allison wrote. Our singing seems a little less together when Master walks to the front and sits down. Nobody wants to look down to check that next line, so many of us are faking it lagging behind just a little to catch a clue from the ones who sound sure. Master has already spoken at other bhajan sessions about how important the singing is. We sing the chorus strongly. He looks at us all one by one. My mind is already racing ahead to the immediate future. 
My husband Elan and I are going to sing to Master tonight. Master begins by saying that this courtyard where we are sitting and the ashram, everything here, was made by the order and grace of Master Kripal. It is by his grace that we are all sitting here together. The events of the past few days have reminded him of something that Master Kripal told him years ago, something he wants to share with us. As we listen, it becomes clear that Master is going to be talking at length. There is no microphone up there. There is no video camera. There will be no tape to check later, no transcription in St. Bonnie magazine. What a lesson. We are going to have to pay attention the whole time. What follows is from everyone's notes afterwards. A number of people wrote down bits and pieces of this wonderful talk when we got back to our courtyard. He had caught us completely by surprise. When we compared notes in the morning, there was enough for many satsangs there. And while this is some of what we heard, there were so many threads and he wove them together so beautifully. The fragments here are probably not all in order. When he spoke it, it all worked together into a seamless single piece. Sanchi told us, Dear ones, it does not take long to wash away the color of the world. It is like the color of the kasumba flower, which has no fragrance. Its color fades away quickly. Master Kripal told Sanchi, only the color of love lasts forever. Sanchi said that many people who during their lives were rich or famous or infamous, kings and tyrants alike, now nobody remembers them at all. Their tombs are forgotten or neglected. The saints and the Mahatmas, whose wealth was the Nam, are remembered and revered. This last month, elections were held in many of the states of India. A few weeks before those elections, around February 22, 1990, a number of officials came to visit Sanchi here at his ashram. They brought with them cars and jeeps with many armed men. Even when each official was having his interview with Master, they did not go alone, but brought armed guards who stood around them in the room. Master said he laughed at this and asked those officials where they could feel safe if not here with him, in this place which was built by Kripal. On February 27th, the elections were held. On the 28th, the votes were counted. The results put all those officials out of office. All new people had been put into their positions. All of those men who came here, already their government cars and jeeps have been taken back. Their office phones have been disconnected. All those things, the power and position for which they sacrificed their principles, all that is now gone. The worldly comforts and pleasures for which we give so much thought and effort do not last. These things all fade away, and then we are left with nothing. We say that we are meditators. We think that we are doing the meditation. But during how much of that time, when we should be concentrating on the Master's love, is our mind doing the meditation of the worldly desires and comforts? 
Our mind is full of the worldly things, comforts and conveniences, our hopes for name and fame, wealth, position, recognition. This is what we are placing in front of Master instead of our love for him. Whom do we expect to fulfill all these desires? When we do not get these worldly things, we become disappointed in Master. He offers us escape from the wheel of rebirth and can take us home to Sachkhand, but what we ask for are the worldly things. The colors of the world, the worldly desires, do not lead to any real happiness. One desire or comfort attained just leads to more desires. The only color that leads to success, that satisfies, is the color of love. Those who have reached the beauty of the radiant form of the Master within do not even care to see the heavens, because even in the heavens there are desires and passions. None of those things we think are desirable now will be worthy of our attention once we have seen the radiant form of Master within. It will not attract us anymore. Master said those who have progressed that far would spit on the heavens. People have come to Master in the interviews and have said they think they have seen Master in their meditations or in a vision, but they are not sure. They are not competent in their meditating and they ask Master if it is real. If you see Master, it is not a dream. When the mind brings the soul down into the body, we have dreams. Master does not go there. When the mind is quiet and we are receptive, then Master takes the soul up, and then you see the Master and it is real. The dreams are the result of our going downward, and the result can be that those experiences can make us sad for many days. But when we are receptive, and through Master's grace we go up, then those experiences also can remain with us for many days, and brings us joy. Master told the story of the washerman's daughter. There were details which we had not heard before, and so I've written it over as we remember it, a whole new perspective. King Pipa had the yearning to realize God. He had statues of the gods and goddesses, and he did their devotion and made offerings to them. When the time came for him to find God, his own conscience spoke to him, as if from the statues, and the voice asked, had he ever seen any of those gods or goddesses? Had they ever answered his devotion? He decided he needed to find the living master. He learned that the living master of that time was Ravidas. He was a cobbler, which was a very low caste. The king did not want to be seen by his subjects going to visit a cobbler. What would they think? They might lose respect for him. So he waited some time until there was a holiday and everyone had gone down to the river Ganges. Then he went. When Ravidas saw the king coming, he thought that he would give him something. At that time he was pouring water from one container to another, so he asked King Pipa to cup his hands and you know that such is the power of the saints that you cannot refuse. So King Pipa cupped his hands, 
But the cow power, the mind, did not want him to get this gift from the saint. So it put the thought in the king's mind that since Ravidas was a cobbler, this water he offered would make the king a cobbler too, and it was contaminated. So when the saint poured that water into the king's cupped hands to drink, the king let it run down his sleeve and only pretended to drink. Uh, the king, of course, had big wide sleeves, which uh, would make it very easy to do that. When the mind sees that we are going to get grace from the saint, it plays tricks to make us lose that gift. Then later, when we realize our mistake, the mind chides us for being foolish. The king took his shirt to the washerman. He told him to clean it somehow away from any stream or running water because the king's mind told him that the water was dangerous, contaminated, and he was afraid that if the water which had stained that shirt got into the drinking water, everyone downstream would become cobblers too. It was common practice to suck stains out and then spit out the liquid. But the washerman's daughter who got that job, she didn't know that. She swallowed the water from that stain, and so the power that Ravidas had put in that water came to the washerman's daughter, and she began to talk about the inner planes. News spread that she had realized God, that she was a Mahatma. So King Pipa heard that there was a newly God-realized woman nearby, and he wanted to go and have her darshan. He still had the desire to realize God. He was still cautious about public opinion, so he waited and went at night. She stood up when he came to her, but he said that he was not coming there as a king, but as a seeker. She told him she had not stood up because he was king, but because whatever spiritual progress she had made was only due to his shirt. Now King Pipa realized his mistake, and he rushed back to Ravidas and apologized for his actions and asked for another chance. Ravidas told him he would initiate him, but this time he would have to do the meditation and work hard. The king did work hard and became a perfect meditator. Sanchi said that he was the washerman's daughter. When the water was put before him, he did not ask questions. He drank that gift from Kripal. Now, this I, this was a very major thing for me, present at this time. I love this story. I've heard it many, many times. Master Kripal has told it. Baba Salan Singh told it, and it's in the literature. You can find many versions of it. But this particular occasion, somehow or other, I heard the story in a different light. And when Sanchi said, identified himself with the washerman's daughter, I suddenly, uh, it's like a whole perspective shifted. And I, I understood something that I had never understood before about the fact of grace and what counts is on the path is not a whole number of things that we might think, but our willingness to accept grace when it comes. The washerman's daughter, who did not know that you spit stuff out, swallowed it, and as a consequence, she went right up, because that was, as some of the versions of the story say, that was the nectar from Sachkant that Ravi Das was pouring. 
from one vessel to another. It looked like water, but in fact it was not water. Of course, any prasad can have that same power if the master so wishes to give it to us. Sanji's identification of himself with the washerman's daughter just seemed to me so powerful and so important as like this is what it's all about. We are supposed to be like the washerman's daughter who the only thing she did was to swallow the nectar from Sachkhand. That's all we have to do. The nectar from Sachkhand that the master is giving us, it's our choice whether we swallow it or not. King Pipa didn't. The washerman's daughter did. And Sanchi's identification of himself with her seemed so major to me. Anyway, we should only ask for nam from Master because it is the only thing which lasts. When someone who is spiritually thirsty comes in contact with one who can quench his thirst, he only wants to take the drink he is offered. He does not ask questions. He does not get distracted or make excuses. He keeps the goal before him and puts his trust in the Master to protect him. We should not think that because we have not controlled our minds that nobody has controlled their minds. There are many in the Sangha who have controlled their minds and who have reached Aswandwar. They have cast off the three covers and achieved the level of Sad. We do not recognize these people because they are kept hidden by Master, apart from the larger Sangha. They are doing his work and he is providing them with what they need and he protects them. When the time comes, Master brings those souls out of hiding and everyone is surprised. Master Kripal Singh gave Sanchi the work of doing the meditation in the underground room. Kripal told Sanchi to close his eyes to the outside and to open them inside and he put his hands gently onto Sanchi's eyes. He told Sanchi that he would come to him by himself. And Sanchi did the meditation, relying on Master Kripal to save his honor and protect him from the negative power. When Lena went to Guru Nanak for initiation, he was a sincere seeker. The name Lena means to receive. Guru Nanak said to him in front of other people that since his name meant to receive, he was going to give him something. He gave Bailena the gift, the wealth of Nam. Bailena, of course, later was known as Guru Angad, who was Guru Nanak's successor. People who heard what the Guru had said thought nothing of it, or they thought it was just a play on words. Many times what the Master says is not thought about seriously, and people do not really listen. They do not appreciate what he has said until later when events happen just as the Master said it would. In retrospect, people see that what the saint says becomes true. To protect Bailena at the time of his death, Guru Nanak sent him to a secret place to do his meditations away from the squabbling over property that he foresaw. He did this six months before his death. He protected by Lena and provided for him. Sanchi spoke about his three uncles who tried to give him advice. 
These uncles were involved in politics and the political parties. They told him that he should also get involved, but Sanchi told them no. He told them that he was happy with the party in which he was working and that this was what he had to do. Now all those uncles are dead, but each one, before he left the body, told Sanchi he had changed his mind. Each one said that Sanchi's party had turned out to be the best. Those things they had worked for all their lives and had thought were so important were gone. They had nothing to show for it all. Sanchi said that the events of the past few weeks had brought all these things back, and he remembered what Master Kripal had said about the Kasumba flower, how the only thing that was permanent was the Nam. Sanchi said that his heart was so full that he had wanted to share these thoughts with us, and then he asked us to excuse him for the long talk on the night we had expected to sing bhajans. And that was a very, very powerful night. I just want to conclude by reading a couple of more Christmas messages, one by Kripal Singh for 1959 and one by Sanchi. This is the 1959 message. Dear ones, I send you my heartiest greetings on this auspicious day of Christmas. Let us see where we stand. The clouds of destruction are overhanging with their arsenals full to be let loose on humanity at any time. The great potential of atomic bomb destruction witnessed at Hiroshima and Nagasaki is being surpassed by still more severe weapons of destruction that have since been finalized. One wrong move brings about the complete wiping away of all civilization that mortal human nature has built up through all its ages. Serious and well-meaning efforts of great personalities of the world are visible towards stemming the great tide of destruction. We mean them well and wish them success. Let us put our might, M-I-T-E, our little, little teeny bit, as well in this great work, and play an important role to bring peace to ourselves, to our neighbors, and to the world. There is suffering in the world, and men and women wander in darkness. In such a world, let us go about giving love and compassion to all. Let us serve the poor and broken ones, serve our brothers and sisters, serve birds and beasts, and all creation in whom is the breath of life. Let us not waste energy in questions and controversies. Let us light a few candles at the altar of suffering humanity. This will be achieved by having right understanding. Namely, all mankind is one. The soul in man is the essence of God. We are members of the same family of God. We are all brothers and sisters in God. When we learn that God resides in every heart, we should have respect and love for all. This realization must dawn on mankind. You have been put on the way to God, which is the most natural and easiest of all. Do not be led away from the path. Transcend the body to have a flight in the higher regions 
to know yourself and see that you are a drop of the great ocean of consciousness. Radiate love to all creation. The grace of the master power is working over your head bountifully. Let us breathe out through every pore of our body. Love and peace be unto all the world over. Let the bomb of peace and goodwill overcome the bombs of destruction. Love and all things shall be added unto you. Each action has a reaction. As you sow, so shall you reap. Let your physical sojourn be sweetly ethical, loving, cooperative, and tolerant. Without these, the great spiritual flights evade you. Be watchful. We are on the way to perfection. All are not yet perfect. There may be failures on your part and misunderstandings amongst yourselves. The former should be met with by motto of forgive and forget, and the latter by reconciling them by mutual loving contacts. There may be a lot of dross and imitation displayed in colorful and charming fashion to deflect you. All movements which sanction you to sensual life cannot take you beyond the senses. Let not their catchwords waylay you. Be steadfast and careful. Feelings, emotions, visualizations, and inferences are all subject to error. You know because you see something beyond the emotions and feelings. Let not your faith give way to your detriment. With faith in the master power overhead, proceed on from day to day. You are protected by the master power working overhead. Depend on him. You will have all the necessary inner help. The master is waiting for his dear children to come to him within. With all love and good wishes to you for your successful career in the years to come, yours affectionately, Kripal Singh. One final reading, very beautiful Christmas message from Sanchi called In the Room of the Heart. This is dated December 1st, 1990. Dear Beloveds, may the love and blessings of Almighty God be with you at this time of Christmas and the new year. We are the fortunate ones that the Supreme Lord has chosen to manifest in our hearts through the grace of our beloved Father Kripal. In the time of Jesus, some lucky ones had the blessed opportunity of sitting at his feet and having their souls awakened. Such a power was he that still his life is remembered and his birth is celebrated after 2,000 years. We should be thankful for all the past masters who have showered grace on us, the unlucky ones who were trapped, kicked, and knocked in this world. They have left their beautiful home of love and light, such kind, to come down and bring us their message of peace. They invite us to come back to our real abode in the palace of the Lord, and then, using their grace, they take us there. Such a soul was Jesus, the Shining One, and it is good that we remember his grace on us 
the poor, lost, and blind ones. The new year is also coming, and we wish that it will bring new hope to all the creation. No doubt there are dark and stormy clouds hovering over the world. This, of course, was on the eve of the first Iraq war, which broke out at the beginning of January 1991, just a month after. And Sanchi was well aware of what was going to happen. But in the room of the heart, a lamp is burning brightly, and it shows us the way of love. When we go inside with his grace, we will discover it is all light, all love, and all peace. In this barren land in which we are orphaned, the tears of love have caused the showers of mercy to flow. We should not worry. The master power is always protecting us. But we should not delay. We should make a resolve to spend more time remembering that one who saves us at each and every moment. In this way, we can honor the message of peace given out by Jesus Guru Nanak, and all the masters, including our father, Supreme Master Kripal. Remembering, beloved Kripal, do your meditation with all your heart. May all of master's love and blessings shower down on you in the new year and beyond. He is the Great One. With all his love, yours affectionately, Ajayb Singh. And I hope and wish every one of us have a very, very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And we will now hear tape-recorded talk of Sanchi's. Celebrations unto the feet of Supreme Bhagavad God Almighty, Sound and Kripal who have had mercy on the poor souls and have given the opportunities to sing their praises. I have given the opportunities to sing their praises. ਸਾਡੀ ਜਿੰਦਗੀ ਪਰਤੇ ਰੱਖ ਰਹੀ ਹੈ ਜਿੰਦਗੀ ਬਣਾ ਦੇਣੀ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਕਣਕਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਵਿਆਪਕ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਨਾਲ ਮਿਲਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਪ੍ਰੇਰਣਾ ਦੇਣੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਬਾਣੀ ਦਾ ਕੀ ਮੁੱਲ ਹੋ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੈ ਫਾਰ ਦਾ ਪਾਸਟ ਸੋ ਮੈਨੀ ਡੇਜ਼ ਆਈ ਹੈਵ ਬੀਨ ਕਮੈਂਟਿੰਗ ਅਪਾਨ ਦਾ ਰਾਈਟਿੰਗਸ ਆਫ ਵੇਰੀਅਸ ਮਹਾਤਮਾਸ ਦਾ ਵਰਡਸ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਮਹਾਤਮਾਸ ਆਰ ਵੈਰੀ ਪ੍ਰੈਸ਼ੀਅਸ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਦਾ ਵਰਡਸ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਵੈਰ ਇਜ਼ ਦਾ ਥਿੰਗ ਵਿਚ ਵਿਲ ਟਰਨ ਓਵਰ ਲਾਈਫ so the thing which is going to change our life the thing which will make our life what can be the value what can be the price or sense of the words of the mahatma santa mahatma ji bani man bhi je neeran to nahi hundi ye ohna da jati tajruba hunda hai atma di gehrai de vich bani aundi hai the bani of the mahatma sanchis is not from the level of the mind and intellect it comes from the depth of their soul because it is their personal experience e ohna pavitra hridayan di andro kalpana hundi hai ke jehde dil ko nishe bakaran upar uth khade hunde hai 
ਮਨ ਇੰਦਰੀਆਂ ਦੀ ਗਲਾਮੀ ਤੋਂ ਆਜ਼ਾਦ ਹੋ ਚੁੱਕੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਹੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਕਰ ਕਰ ਚੁੱਕਿਆ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਕਲਪਣਾ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਦੀ ਤਰਫ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਦੇ ਹੁਕਮ ਮੁਤਾਬਕ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਇਨ ਐਂਜ਼ਾਈਟੀ ਵਿਚ ਕਮਸ ਆਊਟ ਫਰਮ ਥੈਟ ਪਿਓਰ ਹਾਰਟ ਵੈਰ ਨੋ ਪੈਸ਼ਨ ਹੈਸ ਐਵਰ ਗੋਨ ਵਾਸ ਅ ਰੀਜ਼ਨ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦ ਪੈਸ਼ਨ ਵਾਟਐਵਰ ਦੇ ਥਿੰਕ ਵਾਟਐਵਰ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਐਂਸ਼ੀਅਸ ਆਫ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਆਲਵੇਸ ਫॉर ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਐਂਡ ਓਨਲੀ ਫਾਰ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਬੈਕ ਟੂ the home of god so these words the words of the body of the mahatmas come from that pure and holy heart santan di bani jo likhi hundi hai shabd likhe hunde hai oh har yug de vich har time de utte sahi karde hai guru nanak ne keha si jaisi main aava khasam ki bani taisra kare gyan le lalo koi mere vas di kher nahi ਲਾਲੋ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦਾ ਸਿੱਖ ਸੀ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਕਹੇ ਲੱਗੇ ਜੋ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਹੁਕਮ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਉਹੀ ਕਲਪਣਾ ਉਹੀ ਬਾਣੀ ਅੱਗੇ ਉਚਾਰ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਦੀ ਬਾਣੀ ਔਰ ਦੀ ਸ਼ਬਦਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਆਰ ਅਫੈਕਟਿਵ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਟਰੂ ਇਨ ਐਵਰੀ ਟਾਈਮ ਇਨ ਐਵਰੀ ਏਜ ਰੋਡਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਕੋ ਲਾਲੋ ਵਟਐਵਰ ਕਮਸ ਫਰਮ ਦ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਆਈ ਅਟਰ ਓਨਲੀ ਦੈਟ ਬਾਣੀ ਲਾਲੋ ਵਾਸ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਆਫ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਦੇਵ he says that i am not doing it myself whatever is coming from god almighty whatever is coming from my within i am uttering only those words pyare guru aur shish da jo rishta hunda hai eh bada boodha hunda hai is rishte di samjh us waqt aundi hai jadon si aap di aatma ne nau dwara jo simran de diye ਇਸਰੇ ਤਲ ਕੇ ਲੈ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਸੂਰ ਸੂਖਮ ਤਿੰਨੇ ਪਰਦੇ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਪਾਰਨ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਹੁੰਚ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਬਲਕਿ ਇਸੇ ਵੀ ਜਦੋਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਖੜਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਫਿਰ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸਮਝ ਆਉਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਔਰ ਸਿੱਖ ਦਾ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਰਿਸ਼ਤਾ ਗੂੜਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਪਿਆਰਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਫਿਰ ਪਤਾ ਲੱਗਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਸੱਚਮੁੱਚ ਅਗਰ ਕੋਈ ਪ੍ਰਾਈ ਅਗ ਵਿੱਚ ਸੜਨ ਵਾਲਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ that what is the reality of the relationship of the master with the disciple only then we come to realize that he is the only one who burns himself in the fire of others pyaro jadon maut aundi hai jinna de naal ki sari jindagi pyar karde hain bade bade keemti waqt jinna di khatir qurban karde hain chhadiyan maarde hain beimaniyan karde hain maut de waqt ਨਾ ਮਾਤਾ ਸਾਥ ਦਿੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਪਿਤਾ ਨਾ ਭੈਣ ਨਾ ਭਰਾ ਨਾ ਸਮਾਜ ਵਾਲੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਅਗਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਦੁੱਖਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਘਿਰੇ ਹੋਈਏ ਜੰਗਲ ਦਾ ਟਾਈਮ ਕੋਈ ਜਾਕੂ ਕਤਲ ਕਰਨ ਨੂੰ ਖੜੇ ਹੋਣ ਅਗਰ ਉਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਕੋਈ ਸਾਡਾ ਸਾਥੀ ਆ ਜਾਵੇ ਇੰਨੀ ਦਿਲ ਨੂੰ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਬਿਆਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੀਤੀ ਜਾ ਸਕਦੀ ਕਿ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਇੱਕ ਐਸਾ ਵਕਤ ਜਿੰਦਗੀ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਆਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਸਾਡਾ ਕੋਈ ਸਾਥ ਨਹੀਂ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਾਂ ਸਾਹਮਣੇ ਖੜਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਜੋ ਡੰਡਾ ਹੈ 
ਉਹੀ ਰਿਸਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਸਾਦਾ ਸੱਚਾ ਸਾਥੀ ਗੁਰੂ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਜੋ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਬਿਆਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋ ਸਕਦੀ ਦੇਰ ਵਨਸ ਵੈਨ ਦ ਡੈਥ ਕਮਸ ਐਟ ਦੈਟ ਟਾਈਮ ਨੋ ਵਨ ਕਮਸ ਟੂ ਆਵਰ ਰੈਸਕਿਊ ਦੋਸ ਪੀਪਲ ਹੂ ਵੀ ਯੂਜ਼ ਟੂ ਲਵ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਦੋਸ ਹੂ ਵੈਰ ਆਵਰ ਬਿਲਵਰਡ ਵਨਸ ਐਂਡ ਫਾਰ ਦੋਸ ਵੀ ਸੈਕਰੀਫਾਈਸ ਸੋ ਮੈਨੀ ਆਫ ਆਵਰ ਪ੍ਰਿੰਸੀਪਲਸ we need so many kind of barriers to satisfy their needs we deceive others we told lies and we did so many other things just to satisfy the needs of those people at home we used to understand as our very own no one comes to our rescue at that time when the death happens just imagine if you are caught in the wilderness and if the decoys are chasing you if they come in front of you and if they are ready to kill you at that time if someone who is your real friend appears there and he helps you how much happiness would you feel in the same way when that moment of death comes at that time neither our mother nor our father our son brother wife no one of our relatives come there to help us it is only the master who appears there and he saves us from the beating of the yama so just imagine the happiness which the soul experiences when she sees that the yama is standing she is also seeing the beating of the yama and at that time when the master appears there and saves that soul from all the beating from all the beating of the yama she feels tremendous amount of happiness in her kabir sahab kande hai jamka thanga bura hai koni se hai jaye ek jo sadhu moh milya tin ho liya bachaye kabir sahab said that the beating of the yama is very bad it is unbearable but i have met one sadhu and he saved me from that beating ਕਬੀਰਾ ਕਹਾਣੀ ਪੀਰ ਦੇ ਸਤਗੁਰੂ ਦੇ ਸ਼ਦਾਏ ਪਰਾਪੂਰਨ ਦੀ ਭਾਵਨੀ ਤੇ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਹੋ ਜਾਏ ਉਹ ਕਬੀਰ ਆਈ ਵਾਸ ਬੀਇੰਗ ਡਾਊਨ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਮਿਲ ਬਟ ਮਾਈ ਸਤਗੁਰੂ ਕੇਮ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਰੈਸਕਿਊਡ ਮੀ ਫਰਮ ਥੈਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਬਿਕਾਜ਼ ਆਫ ਮਾਈ ਪਾਸਟ ਟਰਮਾ ਆਈ ਵਾਸ ਏਬਲ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਐਂਡ ਮੀਟ ਵਿਦ ਮਾਈ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਟੂ ਸੇਵ ਮੀ ਫਰਮ ਆਲ ਦਿਸ ਹੈਲ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਨੇ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਪਾਪ ਕਮਾਉਂਦਿਆ ਤੇਰਾ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਬੇਲੀ ਰਾਮ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਬੇਲੀ ਹੋਏ ਤੇਰਾ ਸਦਾ ਪੱਛੋਂ ਤਾਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਜੋ ਸੁਸੇ ਦੇ ਕੋਲ ਸਿਨਰ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਅਰਨਿੰਗ ਦ ਸੈਂਸ ਬਟ ਨੋ ਵਨ ਇਜ਼ ਯਰ ਫੈਨ ਐਕਸੈਪਟ ਦ ਰਾਮ ਐਂਡ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਰਾਮ ਵਿਦ ਯੂ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਵਿਦ ਯੂ ਯੂ ਵਿਲ ਹੈਵ ਟੂ ਰਿਪੈਂਟ ਬਾਹਰ ਤਾਂ ਸਿਰ ਪ੍ਰੈਕਟਿਸ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਨ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਲ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰਨ ਦੀ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਜਾਂ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੀਆਂ ਲੇਖਨੀਆਂ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਕੁਛ ਕੁਛ ਪਤਾ ਲੱਗਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਔਰ ਸਿੱਖ ਦਾ ਕੀ ਰਿਸ਼ਤਾ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਇਸ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਕਾਇਮ ਹੋਣ ਦੀ ਕੋਸ਼ਿਸ਼ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਮਨ ਸਾਡਾ ਪਲੇ ਪਲੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਬੁਲਾ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਦੇ ਗੁਮਰਾਹ ਕਰ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਦੇ ਫਿਰ ਪਰੋਸ਼ਾ ਆ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਔਨ ਦੀ ਆਊਟਰ ਲੇਵਲ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਓਨਲੀ ਟ੍ਰਾਈਂਗ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਦ ਪ੍ਰੈਕਟਿਸ ਟੂ ਲਵ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਫਰਮ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਦ ਬੁੱਕਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਫਰਮ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਦ ਰਾਈਟਿੰਗਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਵੀ ਕਮ ਟੂ ਨੋ ਦੈਟ ਵਾਟ ਇਜ਼ ਦ what is the meaning of the relationship of the disciple with the master but on the outer level sometimes our mind makes us lose the way sometimes he gives us a way other times he makes us lose the way ਯਾਰੋ ਮੈਂ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਸਾਰੇ ਪਰਦੇ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਨੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਕਰ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਆਪਣੀਆਂ ਸਾਰੀਆਂ ਬਰਕਤਾਂ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਐਸੇ ਸ਼ਿਸ਼ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਬੈਠ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਫੇਰ ਵੀ ਅਗਰ ਕੋਈ ਕਮੀ ਹੈ ਤੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਿਸ ਦਾ ਅੰਦਰ ਬੜਾ 
ਪਿਆਰ ਭਰਿਆ ਸੰਵਾਦ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸੰਵਾਦ ਜਿਸ ਨੇ ਕਰ ਲਿਆ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਅੰਦਰ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਖੁੱਲੀ ਨਾਲ ਬਾਤ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਭਗਤ ਤਨੇ ਨੇ ਅੰਦਰਲੀ ਉਹ ਅਵਸਥਾ ਬਿਆਨ ਕੀਤੀ ਕਿ ਗੋਪਾਲ ਤੇਰਾ ਆਰਤਾ ਯੋਜਨ ਤੁਮਰੀ ਭਗਤ ਕਰਿੰਦਾ ਤਿਨ ਕੇ ਕਾਜ ਸਵਾਰਤਾ ਦਾਰ ਸਿੱਧਾ ਮੰਗੂ ਤੀਓ ਹਮਰਾ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਕਰੇ ਨਿਤ ਜੀਓ ਨਾਜ ਮੰਗੂ ਸਤ ਸੀਕਾ ਔਰ ਕਾਸੀ ਗੇਹਨ ਚੰਗੀ ਜਨ ਤਨਾ ਲੇਵਾ ਮੰਗੀ ਮੈਂ ਨਾਹੀ ਕੀਤਾ ਲਗੋ ਇੱਕ ਨਾਮ ਤੇਰਾ ਮੈਂ ਖਬੋ ਓਪਨ ਆਈ ਸੈਡ ਜੀ ਵਾਂਸ ਦੈਟ ਵੈਨ ਬੀ ਰਿਮੂਵ ਆਲ ਦਿਸ ਕਵਰਸ ਫਰਮ ਓਵਰ ਓਵਰ ਸੋਲ ਐਂਡ ਮੈਨੀਫੈਸਟ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਫਰਮ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਅਸ then we know about the relationship of the master with the disciple so when we manifest the form of the master then the real conversation between the master and the disciple happens and it is very open it is very heart to heart and those who have had the good fortune of going within and manifesting the form of the master and those who have had the conversation with the master in the inner plane only they know that what it is like it is very open it is very heart to heart Bhagat Dhanna had also said that, O oh Lord, your Artha or your Arti is such that all those who have manifested you in their within, you do all their work, you perform all their acts, you give them the pulses, the foodstuff and all the things which they ask from you. You even give them the best of the things available. Bhagat Dhanna says that I sacrifice myself on him who has given me so many things and he also said that i sacrifice myself and i praise that mill of my home who is grinding the wheat and who is making me eat this food and in this way god almighty is giving me all the riches of the world to tanne aadiyan zaruratan jehdiyan sigiyan oh ke rakhiyan ke mainu daal vi chahidi hai si daal vich kyon vi chahida kon vaste aur achhi ਹਾਦਿਕਾ ਦਾ ਤਾਰਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕੋਈ ਵੀ ਸਵਾਰੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਚਾਹੀਦੀ ਹੈ ਘਰ ਵਾਲੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਹੋਵੇ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਆਖਿਆਕਾਰ ਹੋਵੇ ਔਰ ਫਿਰ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਕੋਈ ਲੋਭ ਤਾਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੀਤਾਗਾ ਸਿਰਫ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਤੇਰਾ ਨਾਮ ਹੀ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਹੈ ਬਗਤ ਦਨਾ ਹੈ ਲਿਸਟਡ ਆਲ ਦਾ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਵਿਚ ਹੀ ਵਾਂਟਡ ਹੀ ਆਸਕ ਫॉर ਦਾ ਪਲਸਰਸ ਹੀ ਆਲਸੋ ਆਸਕ ਫॉर ਦਾ ਕਲੈਰੀਫਾਈਡ ਬਟਰ ਇਨ ਥੋਸ ਡੇਸ ਦੇ ਡਿਡ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਦਾ ਕਾਰਸ ਸੋ ਹੀ ਸੈਡ ਦੈਟ ਆਈ ਆਸਕ ਫॉर ਅ ਵੈਰੀ ਗੁੱਡ ਮੇਅਰ ਔਨ ਵਿਚ ਆਈ ਕੈਨ ਡਾਈ and then he said that i have not been so greedy i want a wife who would be obedient to me je tusi mainu inna kuch deoge mera dil bada khush ho ke teri bhakti karunga and finally he said that i also ask for your name and then he said that if you will give me all these things i will be very happy to do your request yes The final bhajan is on page 4, Chelone Sayo Sirisa. And while this bhajan is being sung, there will be prasad handed out. Uh, let us all go to Sirsa. I am in pangs of separation of the beautiful beloved. Let's go, let's go. Of course, the Sirsa was Sawan Singh's private farm, as, a, as distinguished from the ashram or the dera. and it was very sometimes he would go there and people 
would go, he would allow people to come and stay there with him. But it was not always a given. So Master Kripal wrote this bhajan when he wanted to very much to go to Sirsa and have someone sings darshan. You always remain with the Lord and we suffer pain day and night. Every moment we deaf ones are being washed away in sorrows. We are neither on this shore nor on that shore. Fortunate are those souls that live with you every moment. We have been bearing millions of sufferings by sitting and rubbing our knees. In every conversation we feel pain and the whole world looks barren. Come soon and show your face. I am in pain without your darshan. My hope and wish is not fulfilled and I am sitting outside the boundary crying. Without you, O oh beloved, I am dead while alive. I offer my life to you. O oh, beloved Sawan, where did you go? I, the prisoner, am spending my life weeping. I sit and count the stars at night. In the day, I spend my time looking at the road for you. Hundreds of times I dreamed, O oh my Lord, you have forgotten me. Why did you bring me close to you by telling me nice things? Oh, dear Sawan, without you I am dead. Without your darshan I have gone crazy. I cry, Oh, Sawan, please come out of the curtain now and have conversations of love with me. Your shoes are much better than I. They are always with you. I wander around in hot sand. Please come soon. I am surrounded by death. I am in pain for want of the darshan of my beloved Sawan. Let us all go to Sirsa. I am in pangs of separation of the beautiful beloved. Let's go, let's go. Bhajan of Master Kripal Singh on page four.
us all.